Hey there, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. I'm joined, as always, by my amazingly beautiful wife and our youth director, Jessica Evans. Hello. And our awesome, crazy talented women's ministry director, Teresa Breeding. Hello. All right, and today we have a very special episode for you guys. We're going to be talking about our favorite books and which ones we would recommend that you read. So to kick things off, I always like to ask a random question. So what is your favorite genre of book to read that is not Christian? Because I feel like that's the easy answer. <laughs> Teresa, you can go first. Okay. I would say that I like to read mysteries. Mm-hmm. I like a good whodunit kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So my favorite yeah. author there would probably be Mary Higgins Clark. Okay. Anything she writes is good. Yeah, <laughs> I need to read her. <laughs> All right, Jessica, what is your favorite non-Christian genre to read? I guess it would be young adult, but I lean toward like the sci-fi and spooky kind of books. Mm-hmm. So anything with a good ghost story is good for me. Oh, no, that gives me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> I love sports fiction. So basically, <laughs> imagine Remember the Titans uh, yeah. in a book form. Oh, okay. Right? So, except Remember the Titans was a true story. But you get the idea. Yeah. Right. The, my favorite book I remember reading as a kid is what's called, and I have no idea about the theology of it now, but it was called On the Devil's Court. And it was a basketball book. <laughs> and basically, this kid sold his soul to the devil to be good at basketball. But Goodness. Whole, yeah. It's, huh. Now that I'm thinking about it, it had more, a little bit more <laughs> religiousness in it than I, than I remember, but, uh, it was actually one of my favorite books ever. And it had a good like story and outcome at the end of it, but, uh, I yeah. love sports books. All right. I can't say that I read sports books at all. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. We were forced to read in school and in school, the only <laughs> thing I cared about was sports. So yeah. I read every sports book they had in the library at Martin. Well, yeah. I'm That's not sure good. it was a requirement in high school, so I didn't read anymore. <laughs> All right, I guess to start, because one of my New Year's resolutions, if you guys remember from that podcast episode, we, we were talking about New Year's resolutions. Mine was to read one book a month. So far, I'm doing good. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm on par. It's only the second it's month. February. But still, <laughs> I'm doing great. Okay. So good what, job. What, so you've completed one book? Yes. Yes. I'll talk about oh, that book later. Oh, good. Um, but yes, so I'm, I'm doing good, but I have a list of books to read in 2019. Do you guys have any books you plan to read this year? I do. I want to read. I've heard that Girl, Wash Your Face is really good. Mm-hmm. So I want to read that. And I'd like to read The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Bloom. There is the story of Corey Ten Bloom and, and their family. And That sounds very familiar, that yeah. title. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah, heard about it a lot, but I haven't read it yet, so I want to read it. Okay. I just want to finish The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're still working on that. I didn't. I made it to, like, the second book. I think I only have, like... Three books left. Yeah. How many so, are there? Seven, I oh. think. Seven, right? Okay. So or eight? So. Seven or eight? So the, the books I have in my list that I, I want to read are part of a series, and my book for February is the first part of that series. Um, so if you've talked to me in like the past couple of weeks, you've heard about this book I'm reading, I'm sure. I'm reading yes. a Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading a book called Sitting at the Feet of Rabbi Jesus, and it's all about the Jewishness of Jesus and how the first century Jews would have understood him as a rabbi, as a Jewish rabbi, because that's what Jesus was. Um, So it's just been eye-opening, but it is is part of a series, and there's, as far as I can tell, two other books. One is Walking in the Dust of Rabbi Jesus, uh, How the Jewish Words of Jesus Can Change Your Life, and then reading the Bible with Rabbi Jesus, how a Jewish perspective can transform your understanding. 
and I really, really want to read those books. And then I probably will read, just sticking with this uh, Jewish thing I have going on right now, uh, my buddy Dave Adamson over in Atlanta wrote uh, 52 Hebrew Words Every Christian Should Know. So I will probably read that one too. Those are on my list. They all sound good. I've heard you talk about that first one. Yeah. It's intriguing. I'd like to read it too. It is. It. My one thing about that book is I'm actually listening to it in audio form, and I wish I had the physical book so I could go back and read it, because it's very hard to find what you heard, because you don't have any kind of reference. Right. So I'm trying to go back, and I'm like, I remember hearing this, but I don't remember where it was. It's just very difficult to find. Yeah. Yeah. I like to read in physical form so I can highlight and Mm. mark stuff. You're one of those. I'm so bad at that, though. (laughs) Like, to read in physical form, you got to actually sit down and make an effort to read. (laughs) Audiobooks, anytime I'm working on something, doing something I don't have to think about, I just throw on my headphones. I'm at the gym listening to my books. I just, it's so much easier for me to take in information while doing other things. I like audiobooks. Well, I can whenever I'm walking or something, Mm -hmm. but if I'm doing anything else, or maybe house cleaning, but if I'm doing anything else, I drift off. I'm... I can only pay attention to one thing. There's time. been times where I've had to like pause it and then be like, wait, what did they just say? Yeah. And go back in a couple minutes and then you realize where you actually went off. Right. It's like two or three minutes before. Right. And, right. Yeah. But yeah, for, for books like these, I would recommend having the physical book. Like I would still listen to it, but I'd like to also have the physical book so I can, oh, I remember hearing that. So I'll go back and actually mark it in my physical book. Yeah. But okay, so that's kind of the books we're wanting to read. What about the books you've already read? So what would you say is, and this is going to be hard for Teresa, I already see her like <laughs> grimacing over there. She's got a what page of notes. your absolute <laughs> favorite book that you've ever read? Mm, I would probably have to go with the purpose-driven life the purpose-driven life okay. yeah i know that's kind of a i don't know such a that's common answer, the Bible answer like, <laughs> yeah it's like a common answer Bible. but honestly anybody that hasn't read the purpose-driven life i just think it's life-changing i, I haven't read it you haven't read haven't it jeff read it, no. oh i'm sorry <laughs> she screamed I, um, excuse me <laughs> i i've read purpose-driven church because it was an assigned yes. reading from Dennis. Right. Uh, but, <laughs> well, the Purpose Driven Life is an assigned reading yes. from me. Okay. We have about 50 of them back I, here I, in the I cabinet. Have you have home. no I have excuse. one at home that I got from here, and I just I haven't read it. See, it See, should that be, an would be a good book. Yeah. For an audio book. Mm. Well, they may have one. Have it probably looked? is. Yeah. They might have, have an audio I would look for that one. Yeah. I think when I first read it, they had it out on tape. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't have one of those things to play that. But yes, I, I really want to read it because I've I've heard so many great things about it. All right, Jessica, what about you? What is your favorite book? <laughs> Mine's gonna be, not be that spiritual as Teresa's. <laughs> I'm so spiritual. Oh, no, <laughs> but the one of the reasons I love this book so much is because it. Okay, it's um the horse and his boy in the Chronicles of Narnia series. It's I think the third or fourth one. I could probably be wrong about that. Um, but I like it because. It picture it it shows a really beautiful picture of who Jesus is, and and it talks about if you don't know, um, Aslan the lion that is written about in the the series is like the Jesus character of the books, and I just love the way that the little boy interacts with him and the story that it paints. So I love it. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was kind of spiritual. That was kind of spiritual. Was. It well, that's why I like the Chronicles yes. of Narnia because I love. My absolute favorite part is going into those books thinking there's going to be somewhere that's referencing Jesus. Like there's going to be 
you know, something that's just mm-hmm. really theological in it. Right. And you just have to read through and find out what, what that is and right. where that story is. I like them a lot. That's cool. So for me, my, my absolute favorite book used to be um, Jesus is Greater Than Religion by Jefferson Bethke, which is basically his book. It really tells a lot of his life story, but he goes so deep into like grace versus religion and, and it was really just a, a good read as like a young Christian. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like this book sitting at the feet of Rabbi <laughs> Jesus is taking the spot of that book. Like it is just, for me, it has been so eye opening to understand like what these scriptures, although powerful to me as a Christian, what they would have meant to a Jewish person in this day. Like mm-hmm. it's just, for me, it's eye opening and I can't wait to go even further down like this path and just study more about like what, what the early Jews would have understood it and exactly what Jesus would have meant when he said, you know, these things to a Jewish crowd. Um, so for me, that is, I think, taking the spot is my favorite book I've ever read. And if you haven't noticed, Jeff likes to talk about this book. So yes, if he's he wants to have a conversation, he yeah. would be glad to have it with you. Yes, <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, we're we are uh, talking about a summer series already called Parables, going on the parables of Jesus. And l- let me just read. I have it pulled up on Amazon <laughs> this book, but in it. Um, they actually say, whereas it sitting at the feet of Rabbi Jesus takes you on a fascinating tour of the Jewish world of Jesus, offering inspirational insights that can transform your faith. Anne Spangler and Lois, I have no idea how to pronounce their name, uh, paint powerful scenes from Jesus' ministry, immersing you in the prayers, feasts, history, culture, and customs that shaped Jesus and those who followed him. You will hear the parables as they must have sounded to the first century Jews, powerful and surprising. So I'm really excited mm. to, to preach on these parables <laughs> yes. just from what I'm learning in a Jewish perspective. So awesome. Okay, so yeah. I need to read this book before summer. Yes. <laughs> yes. That okay. means I've got to choose which parable I'm doing before you read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I might yeah. want that one. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm really I'm really excited. Uh, but yeah, and who wants to chat about it? I'm game. Yeah. yeah. I'm loving this book right now. Okay, so uh, what is a uh, we kind of already talked about our favorite book, but is there any kind of honorable mention some books that have really that you've just loved, you've read right recently or at some point in your life? That you For recommend? me, uh, the book Love Does by Bob Goff, mm-hmm. which if you don't know Bob Goff, he's hilarious. He's I love Bob Goff. He's not going to be at our conference this year. And I was so he's disappointed. No, so when I was scrolling awesome. through, I was so like, awesome. oh, man. <laughs> and I literally reading his book, I can hear him talking because yeah. he he writes just like he talks and he yeah. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. And then. You know, just to read something that that you're just reading for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a series called Sister Chicks, and you don't have to read them in order or anything. But they're just all called Sister Chicks, and it's about these two chicks that go on vacation and stuff, and they're yeah. and they're Christians, right. but they're hilarious. I love those too. So I guess I like funny books. Right? <laughs> you like mysteries and funny books. mysteries and funny <laughs> books. I don't think I've really read any funny books. Well, you I need. To. I. I don't know that Sister Chicks is for, for you. you. I, was, I was imagining it was not. It's kind of a chick book. I yeah. kind of already decided in my head I wasn't going to read it. <laughs> okay. Bob Goff. Anything yeah. Bob Goff. Yeah, I, I would read Bob Goff. They're manly too. Yeah. Um, so one of the books, my, my book I read in January, um, again, it was an audio book, but I'm considering that reading, okay, is a book called Made to Stick, and it's by uh, Chip and Dan Heath. And the subtitles, Why Some Ideas Survive and Others Die. And the best way for me to explain it is just kind of read this first little summary paragraph they have. And uh, it says, Mark, Mark Twain once observed, a lie can get halfway, through, halfway around the world before the truth can even get its boots on. 
His observation rings true. Urban legends, conspiracy theories, and bogus public health scares circulate effortlessly. Meanwhile, people with important ideas, business people, teachers, politicians, journalists, and others, and others, I would say, pastors and preachers and those of us carrying the gospel, struggle to make their ideas stick. So this whole book is kind of about communication and, and how to speak, not even speak, but speak or write or communicate in a way that makes your ideas memorable. Mm-hmm. And, and sticky where people kind of remember them later. And uh, just from a communication standpoint, talking to teenagers, uh, doing online videos and writing and stuff like that, it was just, it was a very, very good book to read on the subject. Yeah, I like and, to read books like that. And yeah. like, I guess probably a book somewhere along those lines, the most excellent way, most excellent way to lead. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, by Perry Noble? Perry yeah. Noble. Yeah. Something yes. like that. It yeah. was the most the excellent book. way to lead. That's okay. It. I thought I know there's some controversy around Perry Noble, but I thought the book was fabulous. Mm-hmm. It, that's one of those I have on the shelf at home that I plan to read. It's really it's, good. I have a whole shelf of them. Um, and kind of to spin off that one, and of course these books probably aren't relevant to you if you're not in communications <laughs> in some way, but I just I love the topic of communications and speaking and stuff. So I, the Andy Stanley wrote a book, uh, Communicating for a Change, mm-hmm. and probably – one of the best books on communication out there, like in the secular world, in the Christian mm-hmm. world, in the preaching world, it is just communication changing. Like it is, it is extremely good. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that was a very influential book. And I learned a ton from it. And I reference it all the time too, when we're talking in our meetings and stuff. Yeah. Well, speaking about communication, there was a book that I read called uh, How to Communicate So Your Teen Will Listen. Mm-hmm. Or something similar to that was yeah. the name of it. It was really good. If you have yeah. a teenager, really good. Okay. We might Sounds need awesome. to read that. Yeah, we might <laughs> need to read that. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or if you teenager. work with teenagers. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. have a mini teenager and we work around teenagers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> There's just a world of books out there, there really. Is. And mm-hmm. like sometimes whenever I go to get one or I'm getting ready to want to listen to an audio book, I'm like so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know. And, well, but, else yeah, there. because there's just so much and you don't know where to go and you don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be a tasteful book, if it's not going to be a tasteful right. book. And then you don't want to get halfway through and realize that it's not. And, right. you know, so. Well, that's why there's this website. It's called what should I read next dot com. Mm-hmm. And you can go in there and you can type in the author that you like or you can type in a book that you like and it'll bring up similar books oh okay that's great okay. So, yeah because yeah. yeah. like I really like the book Redeeming Love mm-hmm. and I put it in and it came up with a lot of other books that are similar but they're by different authors so you kind of feel like you're kind of safe right. in that area that's really cool yeah mm-hmm. I've checked that out as far as fiction goes I really love like superhero fiction so to find something like that that's not Batman or Superman, because that mm-hmm. kind of gets old. <laughs> um, I like like new superheroes and superpowers and different ways to do that. So I've checked that out. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one website I would recommend, I guess we'll go into resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teresa kind of led the way into that. Mm-hmm. Um, one resource that I really, I really like is there's a website called Thrift Books, T-H-R-I-F-T Books. And it's exactly like it sounds. It's resellers for books and um I think you can actually like sell books back to them, but they sell all sorts of used books and used Bibles. And that's how I found them. I was looking for a, a ESV Bible and instead of paying the, you know, 70 bucks for a new Bible, I got looking around there and they had the same Bible I was wanting for like $13. 
and mm. all kinds wow. of books. Yeah, they have like, uh, I'm, I'm almost certain I've seen Love Does on there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those books like that for just regular paperback books, you know, like five or six dollars. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, they can be really expensive. Yeah. Th- they can be. And, and I mean, if you're like me, I don't, I don't buy hardback books. I don't need a pretty book. I want the information out of it. And then I'm just putting it on a shelf somewhere. Right. So a used book doesn't bother me at all because I just want the information. Exactly. I'm going to mark in it and stuff anyway. So right. I'm fine <laughs> with that. But yeah, I'll make sure to link all the books that we've mentioned and thrift books. And what was the name of your site again? Uh, it was what should I read next? What should I read dot com. Next? Okay. And I'll link all of that down like in the, the show notes. So yep. if you guys are curious about any of those books or the resources, we'll have the links there. Okay. Any resources you have for us, Jessica? I just really like Audible. I love Audible. <laughs> Audible yeah. is cheap, very fairly cheap. It's like sixteen dollars mm-hmm. a month or something, and you can. Which the more I think about it, it's more expensive than I thought. But I think it's like but that. you get a free audiobook each month, yeah. so that's great. Every time mm-hmm. you pay the sixteen dollars, you get a free audiobook. And normally, when you look at audiobooks, they're like twenty, thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's crazy expensive. Right. Um, but I guess they have to pay for everyone to go in and yeah. record them and stuff like that. But I really like that, and I can use it all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't always have to be stuck to a book right. and have to like actually sit down and read. But I like that. Yeah, yeah, I, lo- I love Audible. I like to listen to books when I'm at the gym. It makes me think about what I'm. N- makes me not think about what, what I'm, I'm doing, doing. <laughs> yeah. and it makes it hurt a little less. Um, but yeah, when I get into a good book, you'll know because I'll start like cleaning the house and stuff more. Yeah. Just so I can listen <laughs> I'll do to it. random tasks. That's yeah. nice. Can listen to things. Yeah. So yeah, when I'm really into an audible <laughs> book or really into a podcast or something like that, I will just do random things just so I can listen to it. Um, so yeah, I would recommend audible too, especially if you don't have a ton of time. But one thing I would, I would like to challenge everyone to do is to challenge yourself to read one book a month. I mean, I, th- I feel like that's that's pretty easy. A month is a long time, especially if you're doing audio books. If not, sitting down and reading 30 minutes a day in a month will give you just about enough time to finish a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would challenge everyone to try to start now in February and try to read one book a month out to the end of the year. Right. And if you have kids, like my kids have reading goals at school. Mm-hmm. And so we have reading time at home, which I love because oh, yeah, I can right. sit there and read. That's, awesome. that's what we yeah. need to get because that's what I don't have. It's like by the time it's bedtime and I'm sitting there trying to read then I'm really sleepy but I still want to read you <laughs> right <know? laughs> you get into it you don't want to go to sleep yeah um, another resource I was going to give is um, an app called overdrive and you can uh, go in and find your own public library and then you can if you have a library card at like the art circle library here in Crossville you can put in your information and then you can rent books but they come to your phone or your computer and it's just Oh, that's awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah. it's a free way to read books. Yeah. That's Somehow awesome. there's sometimes they're all checked out, which I think is odd because it's, it's digital. digital. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But they'll let you know when it gets comes right. back in. So well, that's cool. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll have that link down below, too. Um, anyway, I think that gives us a good start on mm-hmm. it okay but while we end i want to do one ending question you guys didn't know about this one so no, great okay so <laughs> just has to do it yeah Let's. i have to do it it's just more fun this way <laughs> um who is your favorite author to read hmm. Hmm. i'm going with c.s lewis <laughs> C.S. Lewis always good to read. i probably would say mary higgins clark mary okay <laughs> I would say, I see, I asked this question. I didn't actually have an answer to it. Yeah. Well, you uh, must answer. Yeah. So yeah. I would say just because I've liked more of his books and I haven't read many of the, the person that read Sitting at the Feet of Rabbi Jesus, I haven't read many of their other books, mm-hmm. but I've read 
pretty much all of Jefferson Bethke's books. So I, I would say he's my favorite author right now. Mm. Or Judah Smith. Judah Smith's books are also really oh, yeah, good. They, yeah. I forgot that yeah. I read those. Those are good. Yeah. So, yeah, Judah wrote, he's a pastor out of Seattle, but he wrote Jesus Is. And Life Is. And Life Is. Mm-hmm. And him and his wife, they also wrote like a Christian children's book um, yeah. that they wrote mm-hmm. together. Um, but yeah, okay. So that would be a, a few of our favorite authors. Okay, guys, I think we will end the podcast there. We thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you go to iTunes and leave us a review, and it just lets people find our podcast a little bit easier. But thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.